Introducing my new $4.99 Spicy Chicken Strips combo. 100% all-white meat strips with crunchy batter and the perfect kick of spice. The chicken is bigger, tastier, and only $4.99 with fries and a drink. Go get it. Plus tax. Limited time only. Price and participation varies. Three-piece combo with small drink and fries. Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is you're one step closer to becoming your parents. You'll proudly mow the lawn. Ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn. Tell people to stay off the lawn. Compare it to your neighbor's lawn. And complain about having to mow the lawn again. Good news is it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. Which, of course, will go right into the lawn. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. The following is a Sweet Truth Media production and may not be suitable for all audiences. Brothers and sisters, get around. It's time for the Sanctuary of Sweet Truth. <laughs> Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to the Sanctuary of Sweet Truth podcast. I am Billy Dees, and as always, DJ Sugar Shane is my co-host. What's up, Shane? Oh, not much, man. Price of gas went down. Oh, it did? Cool. Yeah. And and also, I got uh, on the line with us is Eagle Scout. Yeah. Hey, how's it going, everyone? So the price of gas went down. Now that's a new one on me. It's right down around here. I mean, I was two seventy something last week. Now I'm getting it for two fifty something. Really? You know, I got to admit, I, I I should pay more attention to that, but I don't. Because what I do is, if I have twenty dollars to spend on gas, that's what I put in it, and and I don't know how much. No. <laughs> you just put it till it says twenty. <laughs> yeah, that's it. You know, and uh, it is what it is. You know, there's not much you can do about it. You know, I I heard that the best times to get gas uh, is actually at the beginning of the week rather than at the end of the week. Really, I I couldn't tell you. Yeah, I, I do. Yeah, it is what it is. That's all I can tell you. There's not much you can do about. It. Hey, I tell you what. If you're a new listener to the podcast, just to let you know, we are on live. Monday night at 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and then again on Thursday at 11 p.m. also Eastern Standard Time. Um, And, of course, you can check out the podcast anytime you wish in terms of the past episodes. Sanctuary of Sweet Truth on Spreaker, and we're on Twitter at Sweet Truth Radio. Check us out live, tweet us, and you can tweet us anytime. We do monitor those uh, during the week. So if you have a comment or a show idea, something like that, be sure to let us know. Yeah, we'll definitely use it. I don't give yeah. a damn what it is. I No, I'll talk about it. I mean, I might not. I don't mean I'm necessarily going to agree with you. You, right. may, you might not like what I got to say about whatever you want to discuss, but I'll talk about whatever you want to talk about. Hell, we'll make a damn. We're all adults. If you, uh, right, just you should, just, if you're listening to this show, you should be. Yeah, you have an explicit warning, right? Yes. <laughs> okay. We're actually going to um, 
talk about this robot sex here coming up here in a little bit. But it, it, I don't intend this conversation to be bathroom humor. Okay, I mean, but it, it, it does discuss aspects of human sexuality. So if that's going to make you nervous... No, you know, hell, just, hell, I, no, no, I don't mean you. I mean our listeners. Yes, oh, I know you don't. Oh, I'm about to slay. I'm like, yeah, you talking to Sugar Shane, <laughs> baby. I don't give a shit. <laughs> uh, before we get into that, though, uh, we don't typically talk a lot about sports, and uh, I, I'm not a big. I, I enjoy football. I understand enough about basketball to enjoy it. Uh, beyond that, I don't get into. I watch baseball maybe when it gets down to the World Series. Oh man, it's going to um, be good this year. The Braves yeah, are in too. Yeah, I know it's going to be good. And uh, but this past week, as a matter of fact, we were on live when it happened on Thursday night. The Browns did win. Yes. And and the only reason I feel that this is relevant, um, well, it, there's nothing against sports. I'll talk about sports, but. It was like the Super Bowl was won. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And like the curse uh, of the Bambino been lifted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Baker Mayfield is, uh, as of today, is uh, officially... The starter? The starter of the Cleveland Brownies. Yeah. I should think he should have been to begin with. I've said it for quite some time. Quite yeah. some time. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Um, um, there's a real bad echo. There's a real bad echo. Somebody, hang on, hang All on. Right. All right. You there? You. So, I don't know why we got an echo. Oh. We got an echo. You there? I'm here. Are you okay. there? Okay. Yeah, I'm here. I don't know what happened with Eagle Scout. I think his end is messed up. Oh, okay. Well, uh, anyway, the uh, uh, I, I kind of feel that uh, I understand why they wanted to go with the veteran. And I kind of feel that Tyrod ha- has gotten a, a bad deal in this. And that sounds stronger than what I mean. I, I, I don't question that Baker Mayfield should, you know, should be the quarterback at this point. Um, but I've heard a lot of bad things said about Tyrod, and I really don't like that because he's a good quarterback, first of all. And they changed up that offense when they put Baker in. Now, right. I, I'm, I, I know enough about football that I notice these things. I'm not sure the average fan does, but they shortened up the routes. They did some other things, and I don't know why they didn't do that for Tyrod. Um, the the line played played better. Now you could make the argument that they played better because uh, Baker stayed in the pocket and got rid of the ball quick, so it made the, him easier to defend. You I mean you could make that argument? Um, but anyway, um, I, I hope at this point they don't start making out this. Uh, this quarterback because it wouldn't be fair to Baker if they make him out to be some sort of a super, you know, the answer to everything. Because I've often said a quarterback is a lot like a president. He gets way too much credit when things go well and he gets way too much blame when things go bad. 
Yeah. You know, he needs the line to be able to defend him. He needs running backs that can that can, you know, make a hole and run. And he needs receivers that can get open and catch the ball. Yeah. You know, He's, all these things need to be in place. And yes, a good defense does help the offense and they do have that. Yeah, they got a great defense. That's that's one thing I think a lot of people tend to forget when they get caught in the moment when watching any kind of sports uh, that has like a, a star position, such as being a quarterback. Yeah. People forget that it is a team effort. Yeah, yeah. Where they just want to throw blame at, at one position or at one particular person. It's that's yeah. not how it works. Well, it's kind of yeah. like it's kind of like rock bands. I mean, rock bands the one that really gets known as the front man. Well, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. Some of the other guys will know them. Some people that are diehard fans will know everybody, but the rest of them, they're just going to know the lead singer. They ain't going to know the rest of them buggers. Yeah. That's just the way well, it is. Well, you know, I, one of the things, I, I played football. I, I didn't play it uh, through high school, but I played it for many years leading up through most of my grade school years. And uh, I, I can tell you that uh, I grew up in a football culture being from Canton, Ohio. I mean, people live and breathe sports, especially football down here. And uh, dad was very much a student of the game. My dad, I mean, he wasn't just a fan. He knew exactly how the plays worked and everything. And growing up in that environment, uh, like I said, my perspective is, is, is a little different I can say as a team effort goes, football truly is, in my opinion, a, a, a true team game because oh, yeah. even, bas- even basketball, if you have one or two guys that are really hot, chances are you're, you're going to have a good team. You know, you, you have LeBron and, and uh, one of those, you know, somebody else, some other su- superstar on there, and uh, Kevin Durant, let's say, you got those two guys on your team. <laughs> You gotta have a good team, right? Yeah. Uh, and you may not be a championship team, but you're at least gonna be a good team. Uh, with baseball, baseball in particular, I, I admire the skill that goes into the game. Oh God, yeah. But but you can have a situation where your pitcher and, and your bullpen uh, are the only ones who touch the ball. I, yeah. I mean, you know, the, him and the catcher, maybe the first baseman. And you, you could have. A situation where where the majority of the nine guys never touch the ball during the game. Yeah. In, in the case of a no hitter, okay. Um, which means most of the time you have eight guys standing around doing nothing while the pitcher's throwing the ball. Right. And um, in in football, one guy doesn't do his job. You know, the yeah. left tackle lets his man through, and that play doesn't work. Right. And um, so I've always had an admiration for uh, the game itself being a team sport. Uh, with that being said, I, I feel that some of the hype around the game now has spoiled it. it I, I don't like the, the adoration that these football players have and, and professional sports figures do in general. They're, they're not gods. No. Uh, no they're, they're not making the universe a better place. They're playing a game. I don't care how much they give back to the community. I don't care how much they love all the kids in the world, and all the, they're they're playing a game. Oh yeah. Right? And uh, uh, you know the politics that's that's made its way in, into football now, and you have the concussions, and now you have uh, some of these uh, new rules about how you can tackle the quarterback. Which you know you can argue the merits of them one way or the other, but the, the league has a lot of challenges now. Oh yeah. 
I mean, I understand why they've done it. It's not. It's not. That's not the issue. I just think yeah. it makes the sport shittier. I mean, I mean, when you got a lineman, when you got a middle linebacker barreling down on a f- damn quarterback, and all of a sudden when the quarterback's arm goes up, the middle linebacker pretty much stops because he knows he can't do shit. You know, he, he's stopping in motion. You know, you can't. You, you know, and then if he accidentally bumps him in that time, it's like a damn penalty. Yeah, getting a little ridiculous when it gets that bad. Well, well you know the one the one uh, rule that I've never understood is uh, pass interference. I, I mean, if you wave your hand in front of my face or grab my hand, but I'm trying to catch the ball, they'll give you 50 yards. Yeah. Okay, but if you spike the guy on the ground, <laughs> you know, yeah, you get 15. Right. That, that's I, I just don't. I understand. Uh, I understand where they're coming from. I don't mind pass interference because I understand. The only thing I don't like is that they got some kind of rule where you have a five-yard bump off the play that you have right. to for you to, to cover the man and whatnot. That rule I don't give a shit about. I mean, to me, if you're going to cover the guy, you cover the guy, whether it's from the start of the play, the end of the play, or whatever the hell is going on. But when you got when you go up and you grab a man's arm and you're holding his arm down, yeah. Like, you know, while he's running and preventing him from even trying to make the catch, then it becomes pass interference. And I agree with that because, I mean, you know. Well, to, yeah, but I don't understand why you give the guy the entire field. It's supposed oh, to be a 15-yard penalty from where from where the interference took place. So, yeah, sometimes it ends up being 50 yards. Depends on, you know, if it's a deep pass. Yeah, I, 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 but why is it like any other penalty is from where the ball was? Right. Right. Oh, I agree. I agree. I don't know why it's so I, much more. I, I, I don't understand that at all. I mean, I mean uh, it, a lot of times you could have a pass interference call when the ball is barely catchable, and they'll give you the entire field. Now, here again, I'm just saying, you, you grab somebody's t- face mask and twist their head around, and you get, f- yeah. <laughs> you get 15 yards. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I don't... Uh, I don't get it. Right, I get what it. you're saying. But I want to say this real quick before, before we I don't want to stay leading her on it, but I do want to say this real quick. Mayfield, I'd already picked before. I'm not nothing against the other dude. Nothing at all. I'm not saying he's a bad quarterback. Oh, but I, I've always said, though, if they will get the right guy behind him, the right people behind him, I don't know what their quarterback coach is, but if he can do a decent job, I'm telling you, this dude has potential to be a very good quarterback. He, he he does have potential to be a very good quarterback, but you know what worries me is we've had a lot of oh, over yeah, the last 10, 10 or 15 years, and they get, end up getting carried off the field because they don't yeah. get protected. They don't have a running game. They don't have anybody that can catch the ball. And, and you, we can't just keep grinding up these quarterbacks and destroying their careers. No. But I will say this. If, he, if, if Cleveland don't give him a shot, a decent shot, he ain't going to sit on the damn bench, I'll tell you that. Some other team will pick his ass up. Well, that's true. He's one of these quarterbacks, but I'm telling you, that that's not the issue. The, the issue is, is uh, you know, uh, Tyrod oh, having, a, having a, a concussion is exactly what I'm talking about. Right. I agree. The sacks and all, yeah. If you get sacked about every fifth play, that's a little bit ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, uh, so anyway, uh, the other sports story, and I don't want to talk a whole lot about it, but here again, it's worth mentioning, Tiger Woods. Oh, God, that was awesome. Yeah. Uh, obviously, he won this weekend, 
and uh, at the Tour Championship on Sunday. Um, you know, he's come through a lot of controversy. He's had some surgeries. He's had some health problems and uh, a lot of other stuff. From a business standpoint, I, I got a, a buddy. His name is Mike, uh, and he works in the in the uh, golfing supplies business. And he he and I were talking uh, one day last week or so, and one of the things that he said was that since Tiger Woods kind of fell from grace, he kind of went to that that the interest in golf has fallen off. Oh yeah. And and one of the one of the key reasons it, it, it's not just because of him falling off. But in his time, which really wasn't that long ago, in his time, uh, he was the quintessential best golfer. Oh, he was the best golfer. Yeah. And, he was and what ha- what happened was is that he raised the bar so high that a lot of people stepped up, and now you have ten or fifteen people around the world, of course, that are in his category. Oh so yeah. The, the attention that he used to get by himself is now diverted into ten or you know a dozen or so people. So you don't have that uh, superhero type individual that's that's leading all the attention. So maybe this will bring some of that back. Um, I, I don't know what golf as far as uh, the country clubs and all that. I, what their interest is in that across the country, I'm not sure. I know. Um, from what I gather around here in Ohio, it's fallen off. So, but anyway, hopefully, uh, for those of you who are interested in golf, which I am not, but, uh, for those of you who are, uh, for, for, for the sake of business and, and, and all that other good stuff, um, I hope that it works out. Before we get into the robot sex, uh, one more scientific things here. One more scientific thing here. Finally, something uh, I can get into. <laughs> Uh, s- scientists um, have been detecting more uh, mysterious radio signals from uh, distant galaxies. Hmm. That doesn't that doesn't surprise me. And uh, they're they're fast radio bursts, and um, you know, <laughs> most scientists from from what I've fo- you know following this over the years, most scientists pretty much agree that that these are coming from natural things of one kind or another in, in deep space. Um, but there's a lot of people who say that um, you know, these could be coming from some sort of intelligent life. I personally, you know, we've talked about this before. Um, yes, I mean, uh, there is the logical argument that being in a, in a universe that is as vast as it is, if uh, life is some sort of a, of a biological accident here on Earth, and we'll, you know, that's another discussion for another day if you believe something else, but presuming that, when you have an enormous, enormous amount of stars and planets and, and, and for all intents and purposes, what is it, a, a infinite distance of, of galaxies and stuff that there would have to be at least one other that would have the chance circumstances that earth has had right 
Uh, that may be true, but the, when, when you take into account the vast distances that are involved and uh, what, what it would take to travel and, and transverse that amount of distance and time, the idea that there's life here that's alien, uh, especially intelligent life walking around, I would have to say is very unlikely. Have they, I'm not trying to interrupt you, but have they been, sure. able, have they been able to tell the distance in the radio waves or how far it's, away they are? I, I couldn't give you an exact number, but, you know, uh, they're talking something like 3 billion light years. Okay, so, so that's a ways off. It's a way out there, yeah. yeah. So, uh, being that uh, this is something that even though most scientists say this could be coming from a neutron star or something like that, uh, this is something that, to me, is more plausible. If you're going to believe this, uh, you know, signals from that far away possibly coming from uh you know some sort of intelligent life that's probably more feasible than you know little green men walking around in your backyard so yeah but anyway at, at, th- at this point it's still unproven <laughs> i guess it makes a good topic for conversation when you're at parties and stuff uh, a lot of people you know it, it, it there's no doubt that it sparks wonderment you know it uh uh it uh you know gets your imagination going and uh uh, it's, it's, fun, it's a fun thing to talk about, but I don't know that uh, um, it, it, it right now that there's a whole lot of evidence that it says it's something other than. Hell, we ain't even got nothing. We don't even have nothing that could probably take a crew there before that where they would survive. Oh, no. they, they would die before they got there. Not that far. Not that. Oh, far. Yeah. That's a long way. <laughs> That's what I'm about to say. They die before they got there. Yeah. Jeez. Well, I- I, I like to. <clears throat> it definitely sparks that imagination, that that wonderment, that the, the idea of science fiction and, and fantasy. Yeah. Um, but I have to say, you have to. And I, I one thing I personally can't understand is how people can absolutely say there isn't, just because there's always a possibility. I mean, there are yeah. organisms, there are creatures on this planet. That we haven't discovered yet, that we haven't found absolutely. yet. Yep. So, especially if, in the deep ocean, absolutely. Oh yeah, yeah. The ocean's got a lot of shit we ain't seen. So, if that's if that is a possibility on this planet, I can't see how somebody, and not necessarily either of you, just in general, I can't see somebody not admitting the possibility of. I believe of even, of even intelligent life. It does not necessarily doesn't have to walk on two legs and has two arms, ten fingers, you know, well, eight yeah. fingers and two thumbs. It, but that doesn't. I don't think that 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 could possibly discount the possibility of intelligent life. I don't. I don't say there's not a possibility of intelligent life. I just don't believe that we've ever been visited by intelligent life, because my mind thinks logically. And when I put when I put two and two together, I know by now if they'd be coming back forth, they wouldn't still just be coming down here abducting people, sticking a metal stick up their ass, and then dropping them out. Because the reason being, they would have already a been friendly, introduced themselves, whatever the case may be, because their technology is far advanced, more advanced than ours. I mean, hell, they could probably blow us out of the damn earth, out of the, you know, off the map, so to speak. If they can fly like that and dart all the hell around. Or yeah. they would have conquered us. One or the other. Because that's just the way intelligent life works. 
intelligent life is either A, going to be kind, and B, or B, be evil, and it's going to do one or the other. Or C, or C, the fact that they see us not as a threat and at our current technological level, they're not going to worry about us. So they're doing their own thing in their own space. Well, I mean, they might be doing that, but I'm just saying I don't see why they would keep visiting here and not doing anything. I mean, it just don't add up to me. And plus, I don't believe all the alien abductions I hear. I think some people just want to write a fucking book. Oh, yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure there's. I'm sure there's quite a few that have like falsified or just oh, made up yeah. stuff. Oh yeah. I'm sure there's a whole boatload. But I'm. I'm. I believe that within that, the odds are that there are some that have been some kind of experience. Not necessarily, you know, a probe up the ass. Just some kind of experience. I'm sure I will there are say, some. I will say that that uh, airplane crash they had out west years ago. What was that called? Uh, starts with an air. It was a UFO crash, supposedly. Oh, a UFO crash. Oh, you mean Roswell? Roswell, yeah. Okay, I would. I would. You kind of threw me with the airplane. I think this was the. I think this was the one I was talking about. But uh, I was watching Unsolved Mysteries, and it was a two-part episode one time. Okay, and they actually had people from that time in an interview, and that's all Amazon Prime. But I'd have to figure out what episodes they are. But it would, uh, they had interviews with people from that time that were there when it happened. And I'm talking about even military people, military men that were around during that time. And I tell you what, when you get done hearing these two parters, you don't really know what the fuck happened there. I'll be honest with you. There There was shit like this kid took this stuff, and when he took it, he said it looked like aluminum to him, is what it looked like as far as the material itself. He said when he took it, he put it. He had it sit in his house, and his daddy was in the military. And said one night, all of a sudden, these military men showed up and came in and took his shit and left. Yeah. So I mean, I don't think the dude was lying. He didn't come off of me as lying. And then there was another guy that was in the military. His wife. This was his wife. He had already died. And before he died, he told his wife that there was that he had seen an alien at that place. That's what he said on his deathbed. Yeah. No shit. Now, whether it's true or not, I don't know. He might have been having delusions. Well, you know, what I always say is uh, a lot of these alien encounters are, are very much this in the same uh, along in the same vein as ghost stories. Yeah. You know. They always happen in 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 uh, you know in the middle of the night. Uh, they always happen in, in you know uh, areas where you know they're they're out in the, in the secluded area out in the desert, like you were just talking about. Yeah. Um, or they happen in the night sky, or or whatever. And uh, the same with with ghost sightings. You know, they're always happening in in dark attics or in basements or in the corner of your bedroom in the middle of the night. They're never walking around Daytona Beach. For thousands of people, you know, right. and uh, uh, these aliens never show up at halftime during the Super Bowl when all the best cameras in the world are all in one place. Um, and uh, that—that's just all I'm saying. It's it just always, they always show up in areas where there's this mystical uh, atmosphere around them. They're, they're never in broad daylight. Well, well, you know, they're never at Times Square. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. They're never at Niagara Falls, so I'm, that's just all I'm saying. I don't so think about it. Just, just, just a 
quickly think about this though. If you're intelligent life and you want to sneak around, you'll check things out, scout things out, if you will, because any good military has scouts. Yeah. Wouldn't you do things under the cover of night? Think about it. Yeah, I, I, I in places I, in places where it would be hard for you to be detected or seen. I mean, if you're a ghost, you're not really going to worry about that. To me, I, mean, <laughs> I would. I mean, hell, I'm, going, I'm, I'm a fucking ghost. I mean, what are they going to do to me? They can't shoot me. They can't fucking strangle me. I mean, I mean, I don't think. I don't think. I mean, it's a nice well, movie, but I don't think the Ghostbusters with some guns and lasers are going to take care of me. Well, to be honest, that's a whole nother. That's a whole nother topic. I, I don't. To me, ghost aliens are, are apples and oranges. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah. Well, I agree. It is two different things. And I'm not saying go- I'm not saying that ghosts do don't exist. I'm just saying I've got to uh, I've got to have a real good experience myself before yeah. I before I, I get I buy in. The, the idea that there's uh, I get what you're saying. Uh, um, you know, Eagle Scouts about the Scouts and everything, and they're checking us out and all this. But you know, those are all concepts that are are, are borrowed from human civilization, from human action. Um, you know, human espionage. Uh, we have to pretty much face the fact that if we do encounter any life, first of all, it would have to be carbon-based if we can relate to it at all, and that's not 100% guaranteed. There's silicon and other things. Um, And and like you said, just right here on Earth, um, we can have, uh, at the bottom of the ocean, you know, at hydrothermal vents, we can have life uh, take a direction that looks exactly alien it, it's it's in a it's in an environment it's an extremely high pressure hot toxic environment environment and it can still live and take on a form that we just simply uh you know could not you know survive in so if life could take that much of a different direction right here on earth imagine what it can do in a completely different planet on a completely different environment with a completely different set of rules for how it evolves oh yeah gravity and atmosphere and all those factors now with that being said are are they going to be playing uh you know uh, you know uh cowboys and indians so to speak in 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 interstellar space are are they going to be playing the same games that we play and could they even relate to uh, the life that we are? You know, one of the things I always say, and, and I, I really piss off a lot of my religious friends when I say this, but, you know, I have some religious friends that just absolutely refuse to acknowledge that there's any relationship between a human being and an ape. Now, aside from the fact that they, they, they have 90% of our, 98-some-odd percent of our, of our DNA, uh, they are structured exactly the same, okay? But I could even take that a step further. A dog, a cat, a squirrel, a fish, an alligator, <laughs> they all have a head with, with the, you know, the, uh, the mouth and the nose all placed, you know, in the same configuration that sits on, on a central nervous system. Uh, with a spinal cord, you have five major extremities coming from the body. Um, you have uh, a digestive system that begins at the mouth and ends at the rectum. It works exactly. An alien that we couldn't even begin to imagine is going to come here, not only see a relationship, may not even be able to notice a difference between a human being and an ape, but they're going to look at most of the things that are walking around and say, this is all different, version, ver- different versions of the same shit. Yeah. 
Okay, uh, and I uh, so how would they even understand or relate to the life forms that that are here, let alone be playing some sort of word games that we are used to? You know, th- these things about spying and, and espionage and all that; these are all concepts that we have cultivated in in just about ten thousand years of civilization. Okay, so naturally we we project that onto well, that's what aliens are doing if they exist. They're spying on us. They're planning an attack. They're, they're, we're imposing our typical behavior on what these aliens might be doing that might very well be based in a life form that we can't even begin to comprehend. And their behavior and our own set of morality may not even be understood by by these creatures so it's you just have such a wide open oh yeah kick the door open thing of possibilities well we uh, consider Rome might be everyday life for them I mean, well, say just, that again I didn't, I didn't I say said, that what we consider wrong may be oh, everyday yeah. life for them yeah I mean uh, we, we would have to reevaluate uh, so many things in terms of what morality is what what uh what the meaning of life is there's there's just so many that that's it's just a a mind-boggling concept i mean they the could be an anarchist they could be an anarchist uh, organization you know a government <laughs> not organization but government you never know yeah uh, anarchy <laughs> doesn't have of our worries <laughs> <laughs> the least of our worries um and here again government is a concept that we have that's right. something that we you know it, it, and uh, the only thing that I can possibly come up with that would be more significant than, than finding intelligent alien life would be finding a absolute verifiable uh, evidence of some sort of spirituality that is affecting uh, the physical world. Yeah, uh, that would be that would be the only thing that I can conjure up that would supersede more significance than finding alien life. And they're both pretty high up on the ladder. So, yeah. well, just to, just to make this really short, because I know we sure. have another topic to get into. No, go ahead, go ahead. Um, but um, I'm just I'm thinking. I, I, I get what you're saying. I do. There's, it's, it's just a clusterfuck of, of going in different directions. Oh, absolutely, it, it is. That that makes perfect sense to me. I also have to consider not so much thinking on a human level, but just using common sense. You, you're the common sense of you see you you're traveling through space or whatever aliens are doing. They come to they they come across this planet. They see what's going on. Even a thousand years ago, if if you you know any time during humanity, right, right, sure. Is this a potential threat to my own species? Yeah. Now, it obviously, it depends on the individual. They might have unique personalities such as ourselves. They might have more of a hive mind. Again, that can go in multiple directions. Oh, you, you just don't know. Correct. But um, it, it just, just thinking common sense-wise, is this a potential threat? And how can I verify if this is a threat without them acknowledging my existence? To make right. sure that my my own existence or or my species' existence doesn't become threatened or yeah. doesn't get threatened, so I'm I'm thinking just common sense wise. It's kind of like Twilight Zone, uh, the Maple Street episode. The oh, aliens, that's a great the, episode. The, the aliens are causing the whole neighborhood to get stirred up, and he said, "We see, we don't have to do nothing to destroy them; they'll destroy themselves." 
Yeah. Yeah. So, That's probably true. Yeah. Because well, I mean, if there's anything, I mean, maybe this is just a uh, a human thought. I'm not 100% sure. But just thinking wise, you know, when it comes to your own species and, and your own people or your own race or what, you know, whatever aliens want to consider themselves to be, a survival of the fittest, you know, yeah. protection of my own species or or making sure no threat happens to my own species. That sort of that sort of thing, and I mean, if you yeah. you know going down the evolution road, because I'm sure if you know you're 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 considering evolution as a possibility on other planets, that's just the 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 order of of the universe. The strongest survive. Yeah, as far as we know. Yeah, I yeah. said so you're still thinking from the concept of as far as we know. We don't know what other life might be. It might be a peace-loving, happy-go-lucky, never-had-a-killing in the world type planet. Yeah. And I know we can't think of that, because to us, that don't even fucking begin to... As long as the world stood, as far as we know, with any type of human being, it's been murder and killing. Yeah. So we can't yeah. conceive that thought. But Life on Earth really has been based on a, on a battle for resources. I mean, yeah. you, it, it's not only human beings. I mean, it's coral coral out in the ocean is fighting for resources so um it's it's like i said what what could possibly evolve is just way off the charts but anyway we'll get into the hot topic here that i know everybody wants to delve into here um what what do we call this show uh robot sex yeah okay have you watched um yeah, any more of uh, I'm talking to Shane here. Have you talked uh, watched Westworld. any more of the Westworld? Yeah, not yet. I've gotten well. I think I'm about two, three episodes <laughs> off from the first season being over. Yeah, okay. So, uh, it's two or three. Uh, I know you said first, you didn't like the second. <laughs> no, I didn't. How about you, uh, Eagle Scout? Have you ever watched I, Westworld? Um, I- I haven't seen any of them, the original or the new show, but my wife has kind of explained to me because she's she loves Yul Brenner. She can go on for days. Oh yeah, that. sure, he was great. Um, and she explained the the concept behind Westworld and and some of the scenes and told me all about it. So I have a good under a pretty yeah. pretty good understanding of Westworld. Yeah, I uh, my take on science fiction is that uh, you know you got to keep it simple. Now that that's this is my opinion, but you if if you go back through some of the most successful science fiction movies, they they had a fairly simple premise. Even Star Wars, good versus evil. There's a, you know the Force and all that. Yeah. Uh, you know, alien on the ship. There's a bad alien. He's killing everybody, and all the people on there got to fight it. Pretty simple concept. Uh, uh, what's well, something Terminator Two? You got a good one, you got a bad one. You know they're fighting each other. <laughs> pretty, pretty simple concept. Mm-hmm. When you start getting involved into all these layers and and uh, all these weird things going on that just the audience could never figure out because there's plot twists that are just thrown out of left field. You know, I'm I'm running through a field and I meet myself that existed five minutes ago and all the. When you start going into all that stuff, uh, yeah, they get confused. I, 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 I can't follow a story like that. Yeah, and that's kind of what uh, Westworld did in the second season. They, they, they had a really good premise. And um, they, 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 I, in my opinion, they didn't stick with it. They just got too crazy with it. And I, 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 could, I didn't even know what was going on the last couple of episodes. I couldn't follow it. Wow. Uh, 
and and uh, there's a there's a show on TV right now called uh, Manifest. I I watched the first episode before I came on here. Very good concept. You have these people on this airplane. Uh, they're taking a trip and they hit turbulence, and uh, their phones and everything stop working. They're not sure what's going on, and they land, and they're surrounded by security. Okay, and they 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 were only in a on a two hour flight and they hit turbulence, but they were gone for five years. Oh okay. wow, wow! Yeah, yeah, it's a good show. It's got a great premise. They took off in like, like 2013, it. and they landed in 2018, and and all all their friends and their family, and everything just presumed they were dead, and wow. but they haven't they haven't aged a day. Okay, this is a new show called Manifest. Hmm. All right, now that's a fantastic premise. You could do a lot with that, and I just hope it doesn't get too weird. Right. Okay. Because when we, when it starts going in too many weird directions, it loses me. But anyway, the the basic premise of of uh, Westworld was you have these robots that you can interact with, and that includes have sex with them. Oh yeah. And we both caught this. I I posted it on Facebook. Um, let me see where this is. Is this Houston? Uh, yes. Yeah, it is. Okay, there's a sex robot brothel that is scheduled to open in Houston. God. And uh, it's, I guess it's a Canadian sex doll company. It's called Kinky S Dolls or something like that. Damn. Yeah, you're right. Yep. Um, and th- there's a lot of places that we we could we could go. Let me. I'll start with Shane. If you have sex with one of these dolls. Are you cheating on your wife? No, oh, she agreed I could. <laughs> but I really don't have any desire to have sex with a No, robot. I'm not talking about you personally. I'm just trying to... Uh, uh, Eagle Scout. Yeah. Is the concept of having sex with a doll, is that cheating on your wife if you're married? I think, you know what, that goes to a really deep level. That depends because the... the, 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 the I, Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe my understanding's askew. I am a guy after all. Right. <laughs> but uh, but um, when it comes to cheating, the big thing that that when it really becomes cheating on on your spouse or your girlfriend is the emotional aspect. Yeah. And when you're having sex with a doll, there's yeah. potentially may no not. There, there, you, I'm. Well, there might not be much emotion, at least in the beginning, but, I mean, look at the movie Her. Yeah, it's about a guy happen. who builds a relationship with his AI, so one could develop emotional attachment to a robot. Then it blurs the lines, and it goes into that territory. Yeah. yeah. I totally agree with you, Eagle Scout. I mean, on the one hand, kind of figuratively speaking, you could say that uh, uh, having sex with a doll is essentially masturbating with a foreign object. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, but on the other hand, being that these these likenesses are so real, they become so much of a of a fantasy. And quite frankly, for a lot of men, they get so lost in pornography. Yeah. That it becomes something other than just masturbation. It becomes something uh, that does rival a real relationship. Mm-hmm. And it has ruined marriages. It has ruined relationships because these super sex women, so to speak, and, and, and men for 
you know, uh, obviously women enjoy porno too, and obviously homosexual men enjoy it. I mean, the whole realm of sexual preferences enjoys, to some degree, pornography. And you can you can get so wrapped up into it, and you have these people who have you know exaggerated physical features and and, and other things. Uh, I'll put it that way. <laughs> uh, the the fantasies become better than the reality. Yeah. And you got some I, people. You got some people out there that would rather watch porn and have sex. Well, sure. I'm and, like, and, what the hell? No. And and and, and, and I'll tell you, I, I my own personal belief: this this robot sex doll, these sex dolls, uh, are, are are pretty much right in the in the same category of virtual uh, pornography, virtual um, you know, virtual yeah. reality pornography because. The fantasies are so real that they make such an imprint. You know, the neurons that are firing in your brain when you believe that you are having sex with a supermodel are the same ones that fire when you really are. Yeah. So it's um, it, it's a, a a very slippery slope in terms of what it's going to do to our human relationships. It's not just a matter of masturbating with a foreign object. It's a, it's much more than that. Yeah, well, absolutely. Because I mean, you you have to also have, have to consider, like, if you have, let's say, you have one at your house, then depending on do you give it AI or does it have a certain set of commands, then some some men or some women, all of a sudden, don't have to deal with you know the 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 frustrations or the 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 arguments or you know whatever may come with a regular relationship yeah. the negative side so then they start to rely on that other the, on the the doll more because there's nothing negative attached to it yes well I, I, this may sound crude but i believe it was charlie sheen who was asked one time and he kind of summed up why pop what why prostitutes are popular for men hmm. okay th- th- this is the truth right here he was asked um you're a good-looking guy. You got a lot of money. You can have any woman in the world. Okay, why? What is it w- w- about prostitutes that are so intriguing for men? And the answer is, we do not pay them for sex. We pay them to leave. <laughs> <laughs> And that is That's, the truth. That is true. That is it, true. It's the idea, you know, I, I've had my way with you. Now go home. Bye. Leave. Yeah. <laughs> Baba Dose. Yeah. No more uh, dinners. <laughs> <laughs> no more chicks. And, and, and as bad as that may may make you, if you ask, you know, women always say, well, why is, what is it about, you know, I love you. It has nothing to do with that. It, it's, it, it, on the one hand, you have sex with no responsibility you have no obligation okay and i i kind of feel that in sex in that regard with a real live woman isn't as bad as getting into these false realities with robots and virtual pornography and all these other things because you're put into a fantasy land that is beyond what is ever achievable in real life yeah, and that is what makes me a little nervous about this, uh, and because it's it, it not only applies to sexuality, 
but we're creating realities for ourselves politically. We're we're creating realities for ourselves uh, with any number of different things about how the world should be and how people should treat each other that just simply do not exist in real life. Yeah. And this, in my opinion, this this whole thing about this 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 having sex with robots fits into that category. I wouldn't you know, go I wouldn't go to that robot brothel anyway. I'll tell you the main reason why is not just well, I really don't want to have sex with a robot. But the second reason why is man, I wouldn't trust them son of a bitches to clean them damn things up. You think I'm gonna go whatever oh Yeah, well you know that's I mean, what I was gonna uh, say. God uh, you know that's a very good point. That's one of the things I was going to say. I mean on the one hand you could make an argument that you wouldn't catch anything from them. Uh, skin uh, viruses and the viruses that live on the skin, for example, uh, wouldn't be transferable. Uh, but on the other hand, okay, like you said, if they're yeah. not thoroughly sterilized, I'm not sure. You I mean that's kind yeah, of yeah. I don't even want to think about going where that's being, man. I'm sorry, I just me. Uh, I, mean, I, I, I would say that isn't very appealing there at all. No. Um, personally, I think it's. I don't personally have an issue with the whole robot sex thing but the problem is is that hum- i think humanity is not ready to to deal with this sort of issue because yeah. human it's 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 like um like uh, i'm sure there's some movies out there where you know the 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 ancient spirits or the you know whatever they're like you know humanity's not ready for this we must lock it away kind of thing yeah it, it, it would do I believe it will do inconceivable damage in the future we we shouldn't the way humanity is right now the way our brains think processing we're not mature enough as a species to handle this yeah. Yeah, and I, I therefore therefore I think it's it's going to do irreparable damage in the future. Yeah. So what you're looking at here is the, the the beginning of not like the apocalypse, but the beginning of the end of something. Yeah, yeah, got to worry about me having one. <laughs> no, people people can't handle that. People have enough trouble with their own relationships. Yeah. yeah. Well, what makes you think you're going to put something else with a human likeness? If, in fact, I mean, there's like, I think I wonder if it makes any sound. Oh, you know, I'm sure that's coming. Yeah, that's got to be in there somewhere. I hope. I mean, you know, there, there, there was, <laughs> there was, there was a company uh, a number of years ago. Uh, I'm not familiar with these, these robot ones, but there was a company a number of years ago that uh, made these anatomically correct life-size dolls and i just don't mean because they had sexual uh, parts that they you know they had genitalia but they were they, they had a, a skeletal frame so when you touch them you felt the ribs you felt the you know the shoulder bones and all wow. that mm-hmm. and uh they, they were made their skin was fabricated from the same technology that was producing skin for burn victims Wow. So you had this very lifelike skin and texture. Um, so I think the technology is getting to the point where, you know, it, 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 the day may come when it's hard to tell the difference. I mean, without getting really close or something, you know, um, and it, it may not be as far away as we think it is. 
and I, I'm kind of in agreement with uh, you know Eagle Scout here. I don't necessarily have a moral issue with it, but like so many things, it has to be done in moderation for those that want to partake. Right. And people, people, people un- don't understand moderation. That's why there's so many yeah. people that 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 drink and drive that are exactly. alcoholics. Yeah, we can't just you know maybe having a cigarette or cigar once in a while wouldn't be that bad for you, but we can't handle that. We got to have two packs a day. Yeah, and maybe a drink once in a while wouldn't be that bad for you on a Sunday afternoon when you're watching a ball game or whatever. But nah, that's we have to drink a six pack every night. Or you go and to I, a casino and you have like six or seven hundred dollars yes. on you, you blow it all, and then you go to the ATM and yes. pull out another thousand. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and I can see the day where you know having a you know let's say. A, uh, on a on a given birthday or something like that, uh, you know, getting a little crazy with your friends and hey, let's go have sex with one of these, you know, uh, hot sex uh, uh, dolls or robots, or whatever. And, and that pretty soon, that's not the reason that it's happening. It's happening because these guys are getting obsessed with it, and they're becoming more fixated with this than they are with real human beings. And I think the potential for to go in that direction, just like it does with pornography for a lot of guys, okay, um, I, I think that that's that's something that you have to keep in check. But it all comes, in my opinion, I'm I'm kind of a free spirit on this. It all comes down to personal responsibility. If you're going to you know engage in this type of behavior, then you have to be aware that you could lose where the line is between fantasy and reality. Mm-hmm. And, then you have to take responsibility for what happens to you. You know, you ruin your own good relationships or you get obsessed with something that isn't even really living. That's something that's on you. Yeah. Okay, it's not my fault. It's your fault. So, anyway, that's kind of our discussion on that. Uh, Just a reminder, we will be back Thursday night at 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, live right here. Tweet us. At Sweet Truth Media, excuse me, Sweet Truth Radio. Sweet Truth Media is part of the uh, uh, group or organization or umbrella that uh, we've all formed here. And uh, the show tomorrow night that Sugar Shane has, in these layman's terms, that's on at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and that's part of the Sweet Truth Media uh, empire, we'll call it. And you guys got any hot topics tomorrow you want to oh, got a good tease show. us with? I got a good show planned. I'm not sure about all the topic shit, but we do. I do have. We do have a good show planned, and I do have a uh, new commercial spot. I won't go into all the details. Just think, okay. time, just think about those old time life infomercials where they used to have like, "Hey, remember you remember the hot fifties music?" And they got a collection series. Just remember mm-hmm. that. So just think about that. You know, what yeah. those the cheesiest fucking infomercials you ever heard in your life, oh. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, I used to bop with this. Right, I used to go to the sock hop guys here. Oh god, I used to watch them and be like, "Dude, you need to tone that shit down a little bit, boy." <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Oh, damn, I'm oh, like overly you, excited. Oh man, he looks god. Oh, my, he looks so damn cheesy. You swear up, down he's from fucking Wisconsin. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, uh, Eagle Scout, uh, you got any uh, anything you want to uh, throw out there about the program or anything else for a bit while b- before we go? Um, can't think of anything in ref- you know in reference to tomorrow. You know, we'll have different topics and discuss and laugh and just enjoy oh, yeah. ourselves. 
We just have a good time. We just thanks for the audience as well. Please join us, and um, I want to say thank you, Billy D's. Thank you, Sugar Shane, for having me on here. I appreciate it. Uh, Of course. I wanted to add this: Tuesday nights, when you're sitting and you're listening to us, just think of it like this: We're talking about us guys are talking about the same damn thing we'd be talking about if we didn't have the microphones on. All we are is inviting you in to where you can hear our conversation. That's it. Well, that's cool. That's the way to look at it. Oh, and, and Thursday night, because you had mentioned it and you didn't do it tonight, so Thursday night, you got to give us some stats. I will. I will. I'll have them prepared. I'll right. have them ready. Because we had a couple of new countries listen, so that'll be something. That's else. awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Let, let's delve into that on Thursday, give everybody a chance to understand the scope of, of where we're reaching with this. This is really good. Uh, once again, thanks again, Eagle Scout. Thanks again, DJ Sugar Shane. As always, he's my partner in crime on this show. Thank and, you both. And yeah, absolutely. And uh, to all the listeners, thank you very much for listening to us or streaming us, whatever you are doing. Have a great week, and we'll talk to you Thursday night. All right, man. Paycor knows HR teams are under pressure to recruit and retain top talent. You need more than HR tech. You need expertise at the core. Meet Paycor. Our technology saves you time. Our expertise helps you make a difference. Paycor.com slash meet Paycor. You'll do it right to get your hands on tools you can count on and at lower prices. Lowe's does it right, too, with savings during Craftsman Days. Hurry in and take advantage of great deals, like a Craftsman 20-volt Max 4-Tool Combo Kit featuring a drill, impact driver, reciprocating saw, and task light for just $149. And pick up a 17-inch gas string trimmer for only $129. Whatever projects are on your list, do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offers valid through 6.5 U.S. only. 